I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, I feel like we're a couple of soldiers resting after a fierce battle. Yeah, why is that? Because we just finished up with Comic-Con. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. And and very intense. Yeah, was Very it? Comic-Con. Your booth was right across from the Marvel versus Capcom. I heard you... I heard yeah. you got to learn a lot about the character lineups in those two fighting games. Yeah, yeah, I did some. I was really amazed by how well the women can fight in high heels. Mm-hmm. And they always, for some reason, I would assume that they would always lose their tops during a fight. They don't. I don't know why. Rated T for teen. I mean, if I was fighting a lady, I would want her to, to lose her yeah, top. Like or if I was a lady thing. fighting, I would want to lose my I would maybe just rip my top off because you can't fight in those restraints. Yeah, I mean, like, like it'd be like Lycra. Incredible Hulk uh, fighting with his normal Bruce Banner clothes on. Yeah, weird, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was the Incredible Hulk, I would want the the shins on my pants to remain and everything else to rip away. Just the shins on your pants. Yeah, protect your shin. That's a very vulnerable right. spot. Okay, so your dog, your giant purple dog. No, I would the- use that to fight with. Oh, like it's the hammer sword. Oh, okay. Or the sword. Right, because you're not circumcised. <laughs> yes, it would be a hammer. If it you would were. be the trunk. Right, it's the didgeridoo. Mm-hmm. Yes, blow uh, on that. How was your Comic Con? It was great. Um, what were some highlights other than the lack of clothing on males and females walking around the convention center? Um, I got to see a couple of panels, which doesn't always happen. Yeah, what did you see? Uh, we went and saw a preview to Attack the Block. Do you know what that is? No. Attack the Block is produced by, um, oh, shoot, I just forgot his name right now. The guy who made Shaun of the Dead and uh, Nick Page. Ellen Seymour. <laughs> yes. Uh, Simon Pegg. Simon, Nick, yeah, Nick Simon Frost. Pegg. Um, no, who's the guy? Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. It is Oscar Wild. Oscar Wild. <laughs> Wild. Oh, man, is it Rowdy Roddy Piper? He was there. Yeah. I saw him. I thought about getting something signed by him, but then I was like, you know what? I don't actually know anything about Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, but that dude might die in a car crash soon. No, he so might. So you should get any wrestler that you ever meet to sign whatever you have he on might hand. double die like Randy Savage. Exactly. Um, so Attack the Block is a about a neighborhood in South London, which I guess is really rough and tumble. And uh, it gets attacked by aliens. And there's this group of... They don't say rough and tumble in London. They would say boot and lorry. Exactly. And um, they kick the aliens' asses. Or lifts. (laughs) Yes. Lifts and uh, chips. Um, So that that was really great. It, It looks awesome. And we met some people in line. And one of the guys that we met in line said that uh, he's a film critic, and he said he doesn't ever see films twice, and he had already seen that one twice and wanted to see it again. Mm. Is it already out in the UK? I don't think so. I th- I think because he was a film critic, he's seen screenings of it. And uh, Standing in Line was also really great. We met this woman um, that was really, really awesome. She's a uh, film projectionist, and she works in L.A. and was really into it, part of the union, and uh, 
I don't know, that was really good. She came by to our booth and said hello, and she's friends with Doug Benson, which was really, really cool. I heard that guy loves movies. He does love movies. And getting high. Yeah, and getting high. He loves movies about getting high, too. Hey, this will be the first year you've made it through the entirety of uh, Comic-Con without uh, getting really, really sick from eating pot cookies. So far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You still got a chance. Well, I guess Comic-Con is officially over. Yeah. So... If I get sick from pot cookies, it doesn't matter. Oh right, yeah. It's not. It's not on the clock. You're not on no, the clock anymore. No, no. Because um, it's not like you're gonna go the rest of the year without doing that. Jeez. No, it's not. And I don't know. One last thing. Oh, uh, Jordan. Jordan Morris came came by and said hello, which yeah. was really great. And uh, for those of you who don't know who that is, uh, he is one of two people on Jordan Jesse Go, and part of the Max Fun. Dot org, uh, you advertise family your t-shirt podcast. company on Jordan Jesse Go. I do. Fuzzy Balls Apparel uh, advertises on on Jordan Jesse Go and Stop Podcasting Yourself, which are two podcasts that everyone should listen to. If you like what we say, you're going to love the shit that they say. Yeah, they're actually funny. Yeah, they're good. We're just fucking around. Yeah. They don't they just swear less than we do. Especially those they Canadians. Do. They're very yeah. polite. They are very polite. They're very, they're very polite. friendly, yeah. very polite, uh, well-kempt. I wouldn't say that. The two we met were. No. One of them one was. One of them looked like a crazy grizzly man. Uh, your your buddy who uh, <laughs> we went with to work, the, the who we brought to work your booth, uh, mm-hmm. he took the most amazing photograph I've ever seen. What is it? <clears throat> there, was, there was a guy in a Bigfoot costume mm-hmm. who was walking around the Comic-Con with floor. With Snow White, right? And he took a photograph. Your friend took a photograph. Uh-huh. Dominic. Sure. Are you trying to you protect his identity? Everybody, it's Dominic. <laughs> Dominic took a photograph of this guy in the Bigfoot costume, and everything in the photograph is in focus except the Bigfoot, and it's totally blurry. That is awesome. Yeah. I did not see this photo. He was like, this picture's all screwed up. The one thing I was trying to take a picture of is all blurry. I think I was, should I delete this? I'm like, no. No, you just took a picture of Bigfoot where nothing is blurry except Bigfoot. That is the perfect photograph. That is. What did he, he say to that? Uh, he kept it. Oh, okay. He was like, you're right. I'm going to keep this, and I'm going to oh. post it on my flick, Flickr Tumblr. Flickr book. I don't think Flickr he has face. A, I don't think he has Tumble book. Tumble book? Flickr Plus. Uh, are you on Flickr Plus? Yes. You are. Huh. Yep. I, take I a, should put you in one of my squares. Take a bunch of pictures of my dick. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a on, little I'm extra. On, it's, I'm on, the, I'm on the, uh, the, the hammer side, not the sword side. So we oh. might not be able to we might not be able to be in each other's squares. Oh, I see. Okay. Also, uh, I, I'm since I'm one of the chosen people, I will get into heaven, whereas you will not. No, but I'll get into some kind of party room. Oh yeah, is that what happens to is that I what happens so. to non-Jews? Yeah. They get into some crazy party room. I think so. Is that what purgatory is? You you Catholics? There is no purgatory. Have oh, yeah? we covered this? The did, did we? I think we did. Weren't we just talking, though? I don't know. I I don't really draw a distinction between podcasts and not podcasts you or think of our sleeping life. life and waking life. <laughs> you think of our entire life as being a dream that is being recorded and broadcast. I listeners. think so, yeah. Um, I am trying to think of a single memorable thing happened uh, during Comic-Con, and I can't think of any. I don't think I went to any panels. You didn't at all? I tried to go to an H.P. Lovecraft panel, but it filled up. Oh, I thought uh, it was probably just more horrible than you could imagine. Yeah, no, I, uh, well, so I did, but that was at the end of the day, so I didn't, I'm, I'm not, I can't actually describe it to anyone. I see. Um, 
I went to a, uh, a a friend of mine works on the uh, the upcoming video game, The Old Republic, and so I went to a uh, I went to a meet and greet oh. with some Bioware employees. That's exciting. Talked to our writer, mm-hmm. saw some devs, saw mm-hmm. a lot of people in stormtrooper costumes. Mm-hmm. There weren't any slave Leia's. They seemed to be inviting a lot of people using who were wearing Star Wars costumes. So there was like a you know like a Tie Fighter pilot, and there was an Adat pilot, and there were some Scout troopers. How could you tell what um, ethnicity the fighter pilot was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, from the way that he talked. Oh, also the the outfit didn't have pants, uh, so he definitely wasn't Jewish. Mm-hmm. So he won't be there when I'm rocking it in heaven with uh, I don't know Jerry Lewis. Who else is Jewish? I don't think Jerry Lewis is Jewish. I think he is, is actually. Jerry Lewis Jewish? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gene Simmons. Yeah, Gene That's who Simmons. I'm Rock, rock out with Gene Simmons. Yeah. That'll be awesome. I mean, is there a day-night cycle in heaven? Because otherwise, how would you know when to stop rock and rolling and start partying? Right. And then vice I don't versa? know. I don't know. He doesn't say party all night, though. He just says party every night. I guess he No, did... he says party every day, rock and roll, oh, rock and all, roll night. all night. Party. Wow, okay. So I, wow, yeah. I, I've got this completely. No wonder I never ran <laughs> into him. I was just constantly on the constantly wrong, wrong cycle. On the degrees out of phase with Gene Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> How many side boobs did you see? Because I saw a lot. I don't know. At least I mean, 17. I saw a lot of like top boobs. Uh, Did you see bottoms? No, I didn't see any boobs. I didn't see any 80s boobs. Oh, I saw some bottoms. When you can see the bottoms of boobs, I think of that as 80s boobs. How come? I don't know, because I feel like maybe you're wearing a sweat warmer uh, and yeah, some so... leg bands when huh. you have a shirt. Right. The, like you're... a tank top that's cut off just below your nipples. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's the 80s. That's true. Yeah, and it, it just got wet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, no, I mean, because I was looking at the girl, you mean. <laughs> yes. It by your pants. Um Yeah, I uh so I met uh I met one of my uh idols, uh James Kochalka. He's oh, a, nice. He's a superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh he makes a he makes a webcomic. It's not really a webcomic. He 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 does a, a diary, uh a comic diary entry every day and has been doing so for like ten or eleven years now. And then it's it becomes a collection elf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sold at his books. I got a drawing. I talked to him. I had a surprisingly good conversation with him for somebody that I just met. Mm-hmm. You know, we what talked was about, that about? Some, we talked about some real things. Talked about his kid getting hit by a car, which hasn't happened yet. His dad going senile, which has. Mm-hmm. I felt it's probably weird. It probably wasn't actually a good conversation. It was probably one of those conversations where it's like because I've been reading his diary for ten years, mm-hmm. I know all this shit about him and feel like it's okay for me to talk to him about it, even though it's not. But at the same time, he's got to be used to that. I think so. I mean, I, I always think that's strange uh, when I meet people who I know a lot about. Mm-hmm. I try not to actually talk about those things, but then what do you talk to them about? Yeah, that's the thing. I had to say something. You know, they don't want to know he about you. T- I know. He doesn't give a shit. He took a long time drawing a picture for me in the book that I was having him sign, so I had to like, mm-hmm. I had to talk about something. So why not his dad's Alzheimer's disease? That's a lighthearted topic. Hmm. Yeah. Good job, Zach. Cool. Oh, what, how do you feel about it? Sad. Yeah. I imagine. I imagine mm-hmm. he would. That runs in my family. Cool. Mm-hmm. These podcasts are just Look forward keep to that. getting better. <laughs> oh, my memory is already shot. I hope we still do these but... podcasts 100 years from now when you start to get Alzheimer's disease. Really? Kicks 100 about years 135, from now. 135, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how that works, the math we gotta, on that. We got to get some of those clones so they can get sent to the island, replace our livers and shit. Oh, I don't think I'd feel okay with that. No? 
Yeah. What if they were? Uh, then they would break out and kill me and replace me. They wouldn't kill you or wait. Is that what happens in that movie? I've never seen it. Yeah. Spoilers. One of one of them gets. Jeez. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Does Scarlett Johansson replace uh, Leaf Garrett? <laughs> Leaf Garrett. No. That that is how it works. <laughs> it's indiscriminate okay. who they replace right. or who they give organs to. Right, because anybody can just change their appearance. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I, mean, I wouldn't um, mind having a clone of Scarlett Johansson. Ewan McGregor's character replaces the Ewan McGregor who accidentally loses his dick in a driving accident. Ewan McGregor Prime. Yes. Wait, loses. did he really lose his dick in a driving? Yeah, is, is and this really but, the but plot his dick is so big that an entire Ewan McGregor is a proper replacement hmm. for him for his dick. But then they they shave his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that they they so can that tell gets, them apart. So that he gets into heaven. Mm-hmm. They they remove all the skin from his neck. Yeah, it's really disgusting. <laughs> remove the vertebrae, but <laughs> connecting his head to his shoulders. Uh huh. Yeah. Cool. I Anything should, else? I uh, should watch that. Is that available on Netflix streaming? I think it yeah, is. I think yeah. I'd like to see that. A mm-hmm. uh, friend of mine pointed out a what he felt was the biggest plot hole in the Human Centipede, which I hadn't thought about it. Which was is what? That, uh, you see all these times where the stitching starts to come out, mm-hmm. and they work really hard for that not to happen. Right. But why wouldn't that be the first thing that you did? Right. You know? I, th- I think you'd freak out and just pull away mm-hmm. first chance you got, no matter how much it hurt. Yeah. That's probably true. Because Although, there's shit know. going into your mouth. I mean, imagine that you imagine that you freaked out and you got your hand stuck in a window. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you just pull and pull and pull and pull until your fingers came off? Well, I would say that if I was stuck, like, say, in a cave and there was a rock that has pinned my hand. You wouldn't do it right away, though. No, no. First, not. you'd crawl around eating poop for a while. Right. Uh, and then you'd To be get like, used to no, it. No, 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 no. I don't want to get this rock off my hand yet. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> he ate something that looked real good about 12 hours ago. Right. And then you decide, I really need to reconsider my life choices. And then you try to pull away. Okay, yeah. Later. Later. Not until yeah. the end, when he kills himself for no reason. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Which one, the centipede or the, or the James Franco? The guy, in, yeah, James Franco. <laughs> like, not the act, not, not the no, character the actor. he played. Literally, yes. James Franco was so ashamed of his Oscar performance that he killed himself. Mm-hmm. And they replaced him with a clone uh, of you and McGregor. A CG clone. Uh... Yeah, so we haven't done anything except co- well, except I went, I went to Disneyland yesterday. Yeah, I did not. I went to the beach and it was awesome. How did you feel about the beach? I didn't go into the water. Uh, I sat under the shade and I read a book from my iPhone. <laughs> what book did you read? I'm reading the new Game of Thrones book. Mm. It has the beautiful title of A Dance with Dragons. That sounds. <laughs> I can see why you read it on your phone. Yeah. I can see why you would not want to walk around carrying a book entitled A yeah, Dance with Dragons. The, the official cover to that book actually looks like a dragon version of a Danielle Steele novel. Hmm. Like a like David Bowie wearing tights on a waltz floor? I don't think he's ever been on a Daniel Steele novel. You has he? Think so? No. No, I'm just saying he could sing a song about a dance with dragons. Oh, yes. That seems like a song David Bowie would sing mm-hmm. if you paid yes, him enough a money. A dance with dragons. You gave him enough balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to spin with. in his hands. Mm-hmm. Play, or whatever. It wasn't really his hands. Yeah. It was a magic touch juggler. What do they call that? Con- I don't know what they call it. Contact juggling. Contact juggling? Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, it's where if somebody loses a contact, you pick it up, and then you have somebody else give you both of their contacts, and then you juggle them. Oh. does it is it considered a contact sport, then? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, it's more of a contact avocation. Mm-hmm. A contact high. Yeah. <clears throat> so I never really understood the concept of a contact high. I know this wasn't a thing that you actually wanted to talk about, but... So I, I'm always willing to... to be like, I was in a room with people who were smoking pot and I inhaled some of the pot smoke. And so now I'm a little high. Or is it like I watched a guy on television smoke pot and now I feel like I'm high and I'm going to pretend to be high. I think it's that one. Pretend yeah. to be high. Yeah. Okay. So you can watch a Cheech and Chong movie and then you get a contact high and then you go to jail because you accidentally run over a little girl on a tricycle when you're yes. trying to figure out what you want to order from McDonald's. I'm nodding my head. Okay. Good. I think I get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of a single interesting thing that happened at Disneyland. Really? Other than um, that you got to go to the most awesomest place ever? I did. It's pretty cool. We went on the Indiana mm-hmm. Jones ride, and there was a Vines. Yeah, Vines are pretty awesome. They were everywhere. You mm-hmm. don't see that every day. Did you have to slash through them? It would be no, great if be they cool gave you a machete. They kept growing new Vines for each person who went through the line. Wow, that mm-hmm. would be great. And they were actually magical? And you had to... You know, and on the end, they were like, "All right, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you this your seatbelt if you give me that ticket." And then I was like, "No, no, no, no! Give me the seatbelt, and then I'll give you the ticket." See, that story doesn't really work because they don't like hand you a seatbelt that you then use no. when you get into the the fake jeep, and also right. uh, you don't have a ticket. No, you just no. get on, don't you? Well, it, well, so if you have a fast <laughs> fast pass, then you have a ticket. You get you get that little ticket. You have to show it to them. You give it to them. Oh, they take it, and then and then the worst thing about the Indiana Jones ride is that if you don't have it, they throw you out of a blimp. Oh, that is terrible, and to a pit of snakes. Yes, and then you're like, damn it. I was sad to hear that you didn't uh, get a chance to go to the Tiki Room. No, I, I didn't get around to it. I was mm. under the impression that the Tiki Room in uh, I was going to say San Fran in the San Francisco Disneyland mm-hmm. uh, was still that awful Gilbert Gottfried. I like Gilbert Gottfried, but I hated what they did to the Tiki Room. Sure under new ownership and we rap a lot instead of making corny jokes from the 60s i feel like you told me that it was over that that had been removed i read that they had done, i think i everything that i know about uh disneyland i know from reading boing boing okay um, and also everything that i thought i knew about disneyland i knew from reading boing boing and it turned out to be totally inaccurate really uh, i was expecting like some new stuff in line at the haunted mansion and then some changes to the go- the hitchhiking ghosts at the end of the haunted mansion mm-hmm. but it turns out that maybe they did that in disney world and not oh. disneyland and so it was like what's this same old shit this is the same old shit mm, i'm disappointed and this is not magical enough boing boing's fault or did you just i think i just read it wrong oh well, Roy, we've got some. Thanks, uh, boing boing. Yeah, we've got some questions from some people. We've got some people mm-hmm. seeking our wisdom. We've got some people who really uh, are really in dire straits, and they and they need they, a, they need some guidance through these mm-hmm. most difficult times. They need to look. They need to look down at the beach, and instead of seeing three sets of footprints, they need to see two sets of footprints because that is where we entered a three-legged race with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get to those questions, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Finally, Roy. <clears throat> I'm not known for the quality of my ideas, and yet I think this cocktail is probably the dumbest idea I've ever had. I don't think it's the dumbest idea you've ever had. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm certain not, that not you've had you worse ideas. I don't think that it's dumb, but because you think that I've had dumber. I do. 
Although I, I do, and you know, the experience of constructing and now drinking this cocktail has been very satisfying. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, we we talked about this on the last show because we had just left a uh, grocery, grocery store, store, and I said next week we should have a cocktail that we drink out of a hollowed out pineapple, a uh, whole pineapple, <laughs> entire pineapple, and I, you know, I was like, because that's a thing, that's something that you do. That I've seen. I told you I've seen it on on the Love Boat. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure it was on Magnum PI at some point. You think? Yeah. Hawaii Five O. Do you think Higgins made it for him or one of those Dobermans? Sure. Anyway, so what we've done, uh, we, because uh, we're uh, between a rock and a hard place, and we're not we're, we're not within uh, easy access to my bar, uh, we, we, it's catch as catch can with these cocktails. So we decided to take a recipe from a user submission, which we've, we had said that we would never do, mostly because I didn't want to drink the dumb thing that Michael suggested. It wasn't a dumb thing. Yes, it, it was. I, I still think we should try that. No. I, what what was it was like it was like it diet tastes like ice no, like, no 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 it used it was, snapple it was no it was it was di- like some kind of republican drink <laughs> like a golf uh golf an and, entire golf ball <laughs> golf and no taxes um, no it was that radioactive stuff from the middle of a golf ball mm-hmm. and then uh the blood of exploited poor people mm-hmm. uh oh delicious man, i had an idea for uh I had an idea for a series of porn videos that we could make. Mm-hmm. It's called Barely Legal Latinas. And what it is, is it's a bunch of like, I don't know, 60, 65-year-old Mexican cleaning ladies who have only recently gotten their citizenship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I you see, see where you're going with that. Before they were illegal, yeah. but now they're legal, but just but barely. Just barely. they just, just turned legal. Yeah. And they just clean a house. And and so the, the reason... Oh, the, the actual porn is just that they clean the yeah, house? Yeah, and they're not even naked or anything, because that'd be gross. They're like grannies. Some people I'm sorry, like they're the like grannies. abuelas. Abuelitas. A little grannies. Yeah. Like, okay. Like a cute granny. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Okay. So, I mean, my granny would be cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, no. This is this is not like porn for people who are like, oh, I want to have sex uh, with a lady. This is porn for people who are like, God, my apartment is filthy. Isn't that... I feel like there was a porn for women calendar... Which was that, like hot guys cleaning things. Yeah. Because apparently that's what ladies like is clean. When I don't, guys I think, do chores, household I think chores. We came back from England with a lot of those, maybe. Somebody had got those while we were in England. They were British firemen's or polices. I don't think they were really police or Polices. Firemen. I think that, yeah, a call box, like from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. That's what they were cleaning. Bigger on the inside. Yeah, they were probably... Yeah, that's that's what you tell them. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, don't worry, baby. This might not feel feel that great for you, but it's much bigger on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, this drink is uh, is from uh, Sung. Uh, I, there was that correct enough for you, Sung. Finally, so, teach us how to. Maybe you should I try having. I thought Maybe you should try having a normal white guy name if you don't want me to fuck it up. Oh. You've heard this show before. <laughs> you should have just told us that it was like Doctor Noonien Sung. From Star Trek: Next Generation, yeah, we like would have been you, all over that. So you you invented lore, data, uh-huh, and yeah. this drink. I although I think I was actually his fiance that invented this drink, which is called the Hawaiian Haymaker. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, one part white rum, one part triple sec, two parts pineapple juice. Add Hawaiian punch to taste. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Hawaiian punch to taste is like zero Hawaiian punch. But you didn't make it yeah, because you, you were out out of the. 
yeah, out I had of to the go, room at the time. I had to time. go on a quest for straws. So I think I put in too much. Uh, yeah, because we decided, uh, when, well, when I decided we were going to drink this out of a fucking hollowed out pineapple <laughs> for some reason, uh, I didn't take into account the fact that like what I really don't want to do is drink a sticky, super sugary beverage out of a fucking pineapple while I'm using my computer, uh, uh-huh. which I do to record this show. So I had to get straws. Yeah. Um, yeah, been been enjoying this. It's very sweet. Uh, there, he said that what he will often do is add as much Hawaiian punch as there is everything else combined, but there was no way I was doing that. Well, doesn't this thing say like uh, five gallons of Hawaiian he punch? Did, he said they ma- they would make this for parties. They would take a gal- they have four gallon jug of Hawaiian punch and pour it halfway out and then fill it the rest of the way up with Something this mixture. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know if you can buy a four gallon <laughs> jug of Hawaiian punch. I get the new drum. and snappy. You, you get can. a drum of Hawaiian punch. Uh, it comes on the back of a flatbed. Mm-hmm. Man, if you had, uh, I don't know why this happened uh, when I was a kid, but I, my grandpa and my dad both decided that it was time to buy a, a gas tank. Uh, you know, like a big, like, like an extra tank. All over the place. But it was a big, tall, like I don't know. It must have been like a thousand gallons. I'm guessing. Oh, like from the size uh, of it, like tank, a tank, up high tank. Okay. With a pump handle on it that mm-hmm. just would gravity feed and yeah. Sure, because a lot of farms do that so that you can just use it to fill up your you buy uh, bulk equipment. Gas from a tanker truck. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where they I was come going out with. and they refill. I got one it. of those full of Hawaiian punch. Is where I was going oh, with this. I, I see. I had forgotten for a second. Did you clean it out first? No, no, no. It's like Hawaiian punch and gasoline. I mean that oh. that was the cocktail that I wanted. So I was like, you know what. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite done with the gas, but just fill it up with Hawaiian punch anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawaiian fire maker. This, uh, so the pineapples are kind of leaky, uh, which is weird because how does the pineapple juice not run out of them? I don't know. Like when they're in a tree. What is that? A is kind of amazing. Do, do pineapples grow on trees? I feel like they grow on the ground. You think? I th- I think they grow from the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't can't prove that wrong. Yeah, you can't. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about pineapples. I realize, like, uh, whether or not they're uh, uh, dish dishes. Oh wait, wait, wait! Uh, I did once see a National Geographic uh, photo, and it looked like they were cutting pineapples from a field that was more the height of cotton. I don't know how tall cotton is. Waist high. Is it as high as an elephant's eye, or is that corn? lower? Well, it depends on how big the elephant is. I guess it does. I mean, like, if I just put googly eyes above my dick and walk is around... Is that an elephant? ...pretending that that's an elephant. Mm-hmm. Elephants aren't circumcised, though. Sure, it's an elephant holding a hammer. I have more of an elephant. Yeah. Because um, you're from you're from a savage... A, a savage, savage land. land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Catholics. My brother's circumcised. I'm going to be lonely. Not. I'm going to be lonely in heaven without you, Roy. Oh, well, you know. Um, re- I guess I'll renounce your faith. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just join me. <laughs> there we go. Um, but now that you told me there's no purgatory, I don't know how much I'm looking forward to that. So Catholics really don't believe in purgatory? No, that's been officially done away with. When? Like like Vatican II or like in the 1700s no, or something? No, like- recently, within the last 10 years. Huh. So are they just going to decide to drop all of the aspects of it that don't no make any sense? No hell either. Huh. Imagine there is no purgatory. So, so is there a heaven? Do Catholics believe in heaven? I think they still believe in that But one. everybody gets in? 
I don't know. Is there just like a waiting room where all the Mormons can change their mind? Sure, and they can wait there <laughs> with everyone else. Yeah. Or go to their uh, place. But you don't have to wait. So it's not like purgatory. You don't have to wait for like a hundred years. No, you don't have to. Because what there is no meaning if everything is forever. Waiting a hundred years doesn't matter. Sure it does. No, it doesn't. It's boring. No, no, you have a Game Boy. Oh, okay. You have a Game Boy in every game that's ever been imagined. Yeah. Not even the ones that were made. Yeah. This is like a magic Game yeah. Boy. And the batteries never run out. No. And it's always a perfect lighting conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Purgatory sounds pretty cool. Yeah. People aren't talking to you all the time while you're trying to play the game. Yeah. Nobody's like trying to be like, wait, come here and have sex with me. And you're like, yeah. no, I want to keep playing Game Boy. Exactly. Just, yeah, you just get to keep playing yeah, Game Boy. Yeah. That's why it's a purgatory. And in the end, they're like, have you, have you decided do you want to be Catholic yet? And you look down and you're like, you're just about to beat, yeah, you're just about to beat Genghis Khan's high score on uh-huh, Tetris. Uh-huh. I mean, except it's like super Tetris, you know, right. because it's heaven. Uh, I mean, it's purgatory. purgatory. Yeah. And, uh, and then you're like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I still, I still uh, think that Jesus was a jerk. Uh, <laughs> so that you can give finish you your game. Years to finish your yeah. game of Tetris. Yeah. And then you're like, yes, suck it, Genghis Khan. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what I used to suck was uh, the blood from uh, the neck of my horse while I was riding. Oh. But now I don't do that anymore. Is, is that a thing that, that no, he did? I'm just really good at super Tetris. It's uh, his riders, uh, you know, they, they wouldn't stop to eat. They would just like blood riders? cut. They would just make a cut on their horse and drink some of the horse's blood. I Really? I can't imagine that? that that's a th- real. I don't know. It's pretty salty. Yeah. I, I don't mean, think that would help you. We should try it. That could be our cocktail. Horse uh, blood. Horse blood mixed with horse sweat. Mm. Oh, and maybe like, I don't know, fermented uh, horse piss. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, right? That I'm sure that ferments. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why not? There's sugar in it. You just got to feed the horse a lot of Hawaiian punch. Oh, or beets. Be sure it's diabetic. Uh, once when I was working at Trader Joe's, I used to make signs, and uh, I would be in the back outside so I could spray paint and stuff. And one of the truck drivers left a trucker bomb back there, and we didn't discover it for weeks later. And I left it where it was, and slowly it got bigger and bigger until it was ready to blow. Hmm. And then I think it did one day when I wasn't there. My, uh, when I was a kid, my grandpa uh, told me to stay away from this one particular spot <laughs> because this cow had died. And he gave <laughs> me the impression that what happens when a cow dies is that it puffs up and then explodes. Wow. And that was what I believed. And he had to go bury it. He had to go rent a uh, like a, a, a backhoe so that he could bury the cow. Wow. Yeah. And then later, I mean, I mean, why bury the cow when you can rent the backhoe for like $200? Uh, he, uh, he, he eventually bought a backhoe mm-hmm. uh, because, I don't know, he just was tired of having to rent one every time a cow was about to explode. Right. Uh, and uh, then he turned into one of those, like, you know, to a man with only a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Uh, it was like, oh, so I just you- got a backhoe, so everybody needs like a big hole dug in their yard. Huh. Um, so, yeah, did a lot of that. So you just went through the neighborhood digging holes in people's well, yards? relatives, you know. He's like, hey, do you want me to move that hill? Mm-hmm. They'd be like, no. He's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> okay, thanks. So you should be okay with that. Thanks, Dad. Huh. Uh, he dug a crazy hobbit. He made like a crazy hobbit house in his own backyard. Really? Really? It's cool. You would really like it. You've never told me about this. Um, Except it's not very big and it's completely filled with spiders. (laughs) Um, It's so it's like a spider hole. It's like a tornado shelter. Uh, But what he did was he took a uh, he took a (laughs) like a cistern, like a like a big cement, 
like a big concrete water tank. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's like maybe twice the not size of a septic of a, tank. No, not a septic tank. It's it's for collecting rainwater. Like right. Um, it's maybe twice the size of a coffin in every direction. Uh, really not super comfortable. Right. So um, for one person, for a couple people could get in there if they were standing laying on top of each other, side by side. And there was a, he built a little bench in it. He put it up on its side. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you could stand in it, and he built a door on it, and then just built a hill around it so there's just this like eight foot tall hill with like a little chimney leading out of it for air and a door um and yeah just it's a concrete what was the purpose little concrete coffin i think to run into if there was a tornado because oh, the house okay. didn't have a basement oh okay but that also makes sense. he had a backhoe and he was like oh what what can i do that requires me to move a whole bunch of dirt around sure yeah yeah okay yeah what it's cool my uncle uh, had a pond that used to have like a big sort of berm around the edges of it. That berm isn't there anymore. Nice. I don't know where all that dirt went. Oh, right. Where does the dirt go? Yeah, I do backhoe I digs. remember when my dad bought all that dirt to build that berm. I don't know what the purpose of it was. <laughs> um, but there, there was somebody like building a bridge and they were like, hey, can we put this dirt on your property? And my dad was like, yeah, but only if you pile it up around this pond. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay. So it was like a, some sort of Pareto superior uh, arrangement that my dad made with the county or something. Right. And then grandpa came along years later and was like, fuck that dirt. That dirt's got to go. Well, don't you want the berm for the water? I don't know. Right. Man, I don't know what that was there for in the first place. It didn't even go all the way around the pond. Oh. It was like a horseshoe. Um, horseshit. I don't know. Uh, let's answer some questions from some people. Okay. This, these anecdotes spiraled out. I don't even know what we're yeah, talking I don't, about I anymore. Yeah, I don't know. But pineapple drink, thanks. You didn't say how to make it. Oh, right. Yeah, I did. No, you did I totally did. One part rum, one part triple sec, which that's weird because you don't put that much triple sec in anything. But it's a, it's a lot. Yeah, it's really sweet. And um, then... Uh, and then uh, two parts uh, pineapple juice and then Hawaiian punch to taste. I totally are. And then a sweet. whole pineapple. Yeah, you, you hollow out a pineapple and pour, pour like, you know, I don't know. So... Roy and I had different approaches. Uh, I very haphazardly and sloppily hollowed out my pineapple and didn't get very close to the edge. Uh, he did a very good job of his until he poked a hole through the bottom of it. <laughs> but um, yours is leaking, too. Yeah, mine's leaking a little bit. I think, you know, I think that's because pineapples are not uh, Not sturdy. Tight. Yeah. Roy, what do you say we help some people? Let's do. Let's start out by helping Stev... Thump. I think it's Steve Thump. Steve T. Hump. Uh, he asks, and I have a sneaking suspicion that we've read this question on the show before. But if so, we haven't, no, we're going to read it anyway. Okay. Well, you can just fast forward. I'm going to repeat myself. Listener. What's the best way to cook a hot dog? Which is more important, final taste or ease of cooking? They all kind of taste the same to me. Really? You don't think there's a difference between a broiled and a boiled hot dog? I think there's a difference between a grilled hot dog and a and a hot dog that is cooked in any other way. Huh. Uh, and I guess maybe a microwaved hot dog is a little rubberier. Well, they can uh, kind of shrink up and get hard, right? You they can turn like them chewy, into Slim Jims. And then there's grease on the outside, mm-hmm. and you suck the grease off. You have to be careful because they'll explode. You like go outside on a hot day when the pool guy's mm-hmm. cleaning, and you're like, ah, this sure is refreshing, mm-hmm. sucking the grease off this microwave right. shriveled ass hot dog. Um, blended hot dogs are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a like little... a mixture of like half hot dog, half tobacco. <laughs> I think I think they call that a, a, a uh, tobacco dog, uh, an Indiana spleef. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know where hot dogs come from. <laughs> a Frankfurt, uh, a Frankfurt spleef. Mm-hmm. They a come sh- from Frankfurt. A spleefen. <laughs> uh, they. Uh, I like a boil. Uh, I like a boil a hot dog. I like a boil water. <laughs> I like boiled hot dogs also. Um, but I'll microwave it usually because it doesn't matter that much. I think it does because it, it'll get kind of uh, rubbery. It takes so hard. long to boil water. Not really. I, I mean, also, when you're watching it, it I does. I often burn it trying oh, to boil you, it. Yeah. You do. Because I'm, I'm not you're I'm terrible. good with my hands. Um, I like a hot dog on a grill. Uh, the best way uh, to cook a hot dog is to go to a place that sells hot dogs and buy one. That's mm-hmm. That's been my experience. Yes. There are many great hot, hot doggerias uh, in every neighborhood, so you should find so your favorite. So they call them in Spanish. It's a hot dog. A hot dogeria is a hot dog parlor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ACM Red Fox says, Hey, guys, is there any place that we can see slash access the spiffy episode art that Roy makes? I really liked some of them. So... This is confusing because how do you know they're there if you can't see them? And also, I don't fucking know. I never see them. I see them when I put them on the damn thing, and that made Roy tell me that it was working. Other than that... Oh, because you don't download them from I, the iTunes? I do, but when I download them from iTunes on my phone, it doesn't it doesn't show the picture. It doesn't show it on mine either. When I use my phone, it yeah. shows it when I use the computer. If you download computer. them into your computer, and, yeah, then, then it does. So but uh, I think that almost nobody sees these. I you think, think most so? people don't know that they exist. I don't yeah. know. Someone sent me a message that they liked the last or two weeks ago's episode title and the artwork. Which one was that? The Twitter Vampire. Okay. Um, you can also go to facebook.com slash advice hot dog, and I post every episode artwork on that feed. Oh. Okay. Every time. Okay. And eventually on our website, advicehotdog.com, I will also have all of those available. Like that's the never, large. That's never going to happen. Well, it's never going to happen now. It's it's sometimes going to happen later. Okay. Um, let's see. Dear Roy and Zach, congratulations on the most tortured mispronunciation of my name I've ever heard. For the record, if you're lazy, it's pronounced like sung. But if you want to be more accurate, the vowel sound is like the one in foot or book. Uh, which, to be fair, I pronounce fute and buke. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, I am terrible at remembering names, but great at remembering faces. Are those two mutually exclusive? Any tips for not forgetting people's names? You know, I'm fairly good at remembering people's names, but I it is almost impossible for me to imagine what somebody looks like until I know them really, really well. Like I have to have, oh really? I have to like have known somebody for six months before I can like reliably picture their face, huh? In my head, I have a good time with faces. Uh, names are really difficult, but also context is difficult. Like say if I know someone from a particular place and then i see them at a store or some other you know building i i have a hard time i know that i've seen them and i know them but i don't know what their name is i mean it's doubly awkward for me when i like know somebody from like the highway rest stop party and then i suddenly run into them at church yeah because it's like wait where do i know you fuck Mm-hmm. And I just run away. I run screaming, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? You know them from fuck. If, if my if my soul spends an eternity in hell because I didn't want to stick around and listen to the minister uh, tell me what to tithe, mm-hmm. uh, then so be it. Because that was that was awkward. Right. I don't know what what you can do for well, that. I mean, maybe, I I make people wear name tags. That that's helpful. Yeah. You got to make up a story. You got to make up like a rhyming story about them. 
like let's say you meet somebody named Bart. Uh, mm-hmm. You might think like Bart, Bart smells like a fart. And that's especially helpful if the guy, in fact, smells like a fart. Right. Uh, which maybe you met him at Comic-Con. So chances are he smells like a fart. He might, or yeah. at least somebody nearby smells like a fart. Uh, or you can, uh, you know, uh, maybe you know, you meet somebody named uh, Durple Highs, uh-huh. and he also happens to have purple eyes. You can write a song, mm-hmm. Durple Highs, got purple eyes, and then you'll have that mnemonic uh, to be able to match like the face and the name. Mm-hmm. Um, like Sasha Blunt. You would remember that name. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she has a washed up cunt. What's Sasha? What does Sasha rhyme with? Um, Nacha. See, you could say like Mary Blunt or uh-huh. Nellie Blunt or uh, Biphilitic Blunt. <laughs> Mirrored Lamb Blunt. Uh, so you, uh, you can also like uh, say, uh, oh, hey, do you want to participate in a public uh, art project uh, that I'm doing? Uh, mm-hmm. It's where I it's where I uh, take a picture of you and then uh, and then you write, write your full name yeah, and you scratch your name into the glass of my phone with this compass uh-huh. that I've got here. Not like a tell you which direction to go compass, like a draw a circle. Yeah, compass. draw a circle compass. That's what they call those. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, do you have a draw a circle compass on you? That's what I I went down to Dick Blick and I asked him and see that's perfect. Like, yeah, you can remember that. Remember guy's Dick name. Blick. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Corinne's students find that particularly funny whenever they order their year's supplies from Dick Blick. From Dick Blick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still find it funny. Do they, do they prefer wanker's art supply? <laughs> no, they prefer Dick's. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> who else wrote us a question? Oh, he continues, uh, also, if you guys end up making Hawaiian haymakers, make sure you use plenty of cocktail umbrellas, as those are a requisite ingredient. Uh, you know, I did not... Uh, we were not able to acquire any yeah, we cocktail tried. umbrellas. We, we were at dinner, and the, the bar at dinner didn't have any cocktail umbrellas. We so, asked on the way out, and they gave us a funny look. So I used uh, a few sprigs of dried-up lavender. Is that what that is? Yeah. How did we get lavender? I don't know. There's a whole uh, plant of it over there. I think that maybe came with the apartment. Okay, well, we learned kind about of uh, all of the edible uh, plants uh, planted outside the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blast uh, ride at Disneyland. All of the edible there plants? There was just all this, there was all this weird landscaping, and it was like lavender, uh, rosemary, and thyme. Um, tomatoes. It wasn't tomatoes. It was, um, I, you know, tomacos. Yes, it was tobacco. Um, we played the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blast game where you shoot. I don't know what that is. Super inaccurate laser gun. Oh. And some, you get some points. <laughs> That's challenging. Yeah, it is. Um, let's see. Oh, and that question was from uh, Song. 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 Shang hey, Song. Uh, thank you for sending in your question. Yeah, and thanks for the, thanks for the Hawaiian Haymaker recipe. And I hope you guys have a good time on your Inca Trail honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Ah, that, that'd be terrible. Your honeymoon was a backpacking trip. Hey, you know what? Your wedding, your uh, rest of your marriage, piece of cake. Oh, so you, you, what you're supposed to make the honeymoon as unpleasant as yeah, possible. Yeah, if you almost die on the honeymoon, the rest of your life is going to be great. Yeah, and because from then on, the rest of your life, you can say, "Wow, at least this isn't as bad as our cherry honeymoon. on top." Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Cream. That would suck. 
I can't even imagine having sex on a backpacking trip. It'd be so gross. You're dirty yeah. and sweaty. And then you just are even it's dirtier It's also kind of hot, though. No. No, mm. it's not. What do you, you put her down on a dirt yeah. incline with mm-hmm. some spiders and like yeah. bat? Some kind of spider hole. Bat teeth? You go in the wilderness, shit is just littered with bat teeth. <laughs> Everywhere. They're sharp. Can't you get rabies from those? No. no. They have to be in the bat. Oh. It's not the By teeth. themselves, they're fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can grind them up, make a potion mm-hmm. for seducing uh, dryads <laughs> in the wilderness. I'm not look. You no, and I believe you. I'm not laughing. I'm, I'm not, not laughing. This, I'm nodding my head. Yes, I'm not writing these ancient terms. Word. I'm just reporting on them. Uh, Changling Bob says uh, two questions. Although you may wish to split them up depending on the weight of questions being asked, you might not want to read this bit out loud. Uh, well, too late. I didn't read any of this ahead of time at all. Not even the end of that sentence before I started reading it. Uh, let's see. The girlfriend of a close friend at university recently graduated and abruptly broke up with him. I'm unsure if the graduation made any difference, as they had been dating for going on four years, but he still had two years to go due to assorted course-changing circumstances. But now I'm not sure how to deal with the situation regarding my friend. Is it appropriate to bring it up, or should I mainly ignore it unless it's brought up? I think you should just send him a uh, message on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, bro. Change my status to uh, in a friendship with the guy who is no longer in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And then he'll, and then if he's, if he says, Hey, is that about me? Then you'll know that it's okay to talk to him about it. But right. if not, then so, you'd like, Oh, no, oh, no, that's someone else. Keep that on the down low. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's uh, strange finding out things like that before you're told by yeah. anyone. Yeah. How does that happen? Fucking computers, man. Uh, yeah. That's nonsense. And and it is. So that means that if someone changes their status on something or you hear about it, then I guess you just assume that they figure you know. That is all bullshit drama. Yeah. I don't think I want to be friends with anybody who posts their relationship status on Facebook. See, that's not true because I'm probably friends with a bunch of people who do that. And yeah. They think I'm you just don't pay, pay any attention to yeah, that. I haven't logged on to Facebook in six months. Mm-hmm. I also don't even own a television. This is, this is why Zach doesn't return your uh, friend requests. Mm-hmm. So uh, don't be bummed out. It isn't because I don't like you. It's, oh, it's totally because I don't like them. <laughs> he just doesn't use the thing. Yeah. I, if, what's Facebook? I don't even know. That's he uses uh, Snapple Plus. That's an imposter. Yeah. Peach, PeachIceTea.com. <laughs> um, so talk to him about it if he brings it up to you. I mean, why? Because, you know, maybe maybe he's so happy he doesn't want to talk about it. Maybe he's so sad that he doesn't want to talk about it. And maybe right. you bringing it up would be the thing that pushes him over the edge of a building that he jumps off of. And then, I don't think so. I then think you, you would feel really bad. You can say, if you're really concerned about it, I think you can say, hey, I heard this happen. Do you want to I'm talk sorry, about it? Do you need a hand job? Because uh-huh. I know you haven't been getting a lot of mm-hmm. those since your girlfriend left you. Do you need a shoulder to come on? <laughs> uh, I'm going on holiday towards the end of the summer with my family. This is, I think, the second question. Uh, while we'll be out, uh, while we'll, while we'll be doing out visiting cool stuff some of the time, there will inevitably be times that we aren't and are just hanging around. I'd like to use some of that time to get them interested in playing board games, but my parents are particularly complaining that they are too complicated, sight unseen of the game. Do you have any advice as to which games to introduce them to board games or any other way to get them to try out some games? 
Settlers of Catan. <laughs> yeah. Pick the, one of the most complicated and unintuitive. Uh, you know, I know everybody goes on and on about how elegant that game is, but fuck that game. <laughs> Well, it has little <laughs> little hexagons that yeah. you put together. Yeah, you know, nothing nothing says casual family fun like ha- hex grid. Uh-huh. You know, uh, maybe uh, maybe a sheet with uh, different little circles indicating how much armor each of your giant robots' body parts have left. <laughs> that'll that'll ease them right into it. Uh, I don't know if a, a shoots and ladders, right? Sure, yeah, the, that like works can, out. Candyland, alternatively, yeah. if you want to play a game of life, sure. Uh, no, game of life. You actually make some choices. Oh, you do. Yeah, I think some so. life choices. Yeah, yeah. You get to you know pick what you what kind of job do you want? Hand, <laughs> rim. Uh, I, Are I those around, the only choices? I went around showing uh, a headline on oh, my phone blow. about rim cutting a bunch of jobs, um, and and I just kept walking up to people and pointing <laughs> to that headline and smiling, and they were like, "Dude, what the fuck is the matter with you?" <laughs> I'm like, "Come on." You what? think it's funny. You're just trying to pretend. What, when was this? It was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. That was yeah. when I was seven. <laughs> and I had a phone from the future. Right. It's like, whoa, check this out, guys. I can see the future. Also, and they're too also, distracted by the phone. Also, check it out. I can type fart into this magic future phone. All right. Uh, you know, but one thing that did afford me was the opportunity to be the first person on earth whose early sexual development was entirely based on cake farts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, that probably has happened to somebody at this point. Probably, yeah, probably there was somebody there was somebody who like the first time they ever got a boner was watching cake farts. Yeah, and this is what they fantasize about. That's great. Like if only yeah. they could go with a girl so that she could fart on the cake. Um so don't I here's what you do is you take this as an opportunity to learn how to play some card games. Oh, card games are good. Yeah. And so yeah. They, they can involve a lot of people. Yeah. You can play Connect. Or did you mean magic? Yeah, yeah. Get them to play magic. Or maybe you know like the Illuminati card game or a Netrunner or something that's something that's discontinued. So you know you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about like collectors. Right. Uh, play Canasta. I've never can, played Canasta. Have you, can you? Play Euchre. I've played it once or twice. My grandma was big into Canasta. My other grandma was big into Bridge. Mm-hmm. I've never played Bridge either. I thought you were gonna say Bourbon. That too. Mm-hmm. They went hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Did you have anything else to add? I was uh, given a game when we were in Germany uh, most recently, which I guess is a very Bavarian game. It's called uh, Sheephead. It's in Wikipedia, uh, uh, Schafkopf. And uh, I still don't know how to play it, but I guess people who play it have a lot of fun. With their parents? Yeah, with family, whatever. Uh, But all of the rules are on Wikipedia, so you can try that. Unfortunately, they're written in Bavarian. (laughs) Yes. They use the word semel. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, c- corn cob. No, it means uh, little bread. Okay. Corn cob. Right. I can never tell when you're making a joke. Yeah, I can't either. Chase writes, 
Hello, I am about to move in with my girlfriend of a year and a half. This will be my first time living with a significant other. What changes should I expect to find in the coming weeks and months? For reference, currently both of us work primarily from home. I'm a contract employee for a design studio, and she's a teacher slash administrator for a youth theater program. Are very nerdy, she could stock a small library with her books, and I'm a longtime gamer. And keep similar but non-identical groups of friends. I'm really looking forward to this change, but I just got real to me today as I started the packing process. Uh, thanks for your help. Keep up the fantastic podcasting. Um, I don't and know. And game making, he says. And game making. I, sh- I move in with people all the time, left and right. Yeah. What what changes do you notice? None. None at all. Isn't d- d- don't your partner's nipples ever get hard when they're aroused? Uh, e- okay, sure. There's that. <laughs> That's a change. Wait, you notice? When do you, do you, are your partners supposed to get aroused? I think so. Huh. I might be doing something oh, wrong. Sorry. Uh, maybe I need the, this the feng shui. I need to move my bed the around. Plants. Yeah, like you have too many outlets. Usually, in your I, bedroom. Like if she moves in and she has her own bed, I just put it on top of my bed, mm-hmm. and then I keep it when she leaves. So I'm getting kind of a stack. I would suggest that you get uh, one bed instead of two. Yeah, don't get two twin beds that you push twin together. Beds. Yeah, um, that doesn't work. Yeah, because you fall in the crack while you're fucking. Yeah, you do, or you have to fuck on the floor. Um, yeah, let's push the beds together so we can make room on the floor to fuck. That's why they did that. Well, when we were in Mexico, uh, Corinne and I recently, and staying at my aunt and uncle's house, we stayed in my um, cousin's old room, which were the two female cousins. So they had two twin beds. And that's how it was when we walked in there and we pushed them together. But because they were on wheels, they kept pulling apart whenever we tried to touch each other on the bed. Huh. You could have put them together foot to foot. <laughs> across the room yeah the room was too big and then you know the, on, on one side is her territory and on the other side oh, is right, yours right you put and a then sheet every once up in a while you have an awkward uh difficult to balance armistice in the <laughs> middle mm-hmm. uh yeah she with a hole in it in between <laughs> you touch parts uh, that's a recurring theme on these podcasts lately it is she with a hole in it um so both of you working from home is going to get awkward. That's going to be tough. To, that's going to be tough to deal with. You're going to have to find some time for yourself. I mean, yeah. we do have friends that. I mean, right now, most recently, uh, Wes and Rachel, they were both work from home, and but she uh, has a separate building. Together. She has a separate building that she works in. She has a studio. Sure, but it's close, right? I mean, it's just ten steps away. You got to make sure that you have ample opportunity to to beat off. Right. This is critical. And it might be tricky oh. in this situation. And you've never had to deal with it before. You've never had to you've never had to think about it. Well, maybe when you were like, let's say you were sharing a room with your mother. <laughs> um that, that yeah, this is what it's this is what it's gonna be like. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, what so if, if she's if she's game, if she is truly as nerdy as you say she is, then she'll be into anything Japanese. Yeah, so she'll be just, okay with your body so, pillow. So you can just go no what no, what I was gonna suggest oh. was you can uh, you you go into the bathroom and get started, and then when you're about to finish, you run up to her uh, in whatever the middle in in the middle of whatever she's doing, and you finish on her glasses. And oh. you'll be like, "Well, I saw it in I saw it on Bukake News." <laughs> right. Um. Uh, our our friend uh, our friend MC Frontalot. Uh, the first thing that he did when he got to the apartment that he was staying in with us was uh, show us Bukake News. Yeah, show you, and then uh, Kren was here, and then she saw it, and she thought it was really funny, and then she made us watch it. Yeah, it's great. It's viral. Yeah. It's, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone rogue. 
Um, yeah, that was a pretty amazing thing to watch this woman try and trying to give, read the news. Read the news. I wish it had been in English. I wish that because it'd be funnier. Yeah. It's, so it's it's funnier. Like if you watch somebody that's just you know spouting crazy gibberish, and then there's suddenly a dick in her mouth, you're like, oh oh god, I missed some of that gibberish. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Right. But if it's like. What, I wanted to know. I wanted to know what happened to those orphans, mm-hmm. right? Train crashes. Like, oh, and then after the dick is not in her mouth anymore, it's like, oh, okay, all right, they're fine, they're fine. Don't worry, guys. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Yeah. Sorry about that dick. I'm just again. You know. Right. Yeah. Uh, but no, you couldn't understand it, so it's all alien and whatever. But it was funny seeing because you never saw any of the men's faces, and you just see them from the waist down. And one of the guys had his shirt still on, but nothing. <laughs> Below his shirt. I thought that was. Oh, that's the other thing. Funny. When you move in with a girl, uh, there is a there is a rule that they don't tell you about. You're only allowed to wear one person's worth of clothes inside a house. Oh. So if if she's wearing pants, you have to not wear pants, and if she's wearing a shirt, you have to not wear a shirt, and vice versa. And if she's if you come home and she's fully clothed, you got to get naked immediately. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks, but you know it's your responsi- it's your responsibility as a cohabitator. I have to say that um, in my relationship, my particular lady really hates it when I'm only wearing a t-shirt and socks. I, you know, I think that that's just everyone would hate that. I don't really? Think it's, I don't think it's her. I think it's... I think it's pretty awesome. No, I think that that's just a horrible thing that you should never do. And that mm-hmm. anyone who saw you would be really would be really upset. And sometimes I stick my belly out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awful. For some reason, I try to go out of my way to make myself as unattractive as possible. That, to yeah, her. that's really cool. That's I don't, I don't understand you. Don't do that. Uh, don't do that, Chase. You do need to find some time for yourself and make sure that um, she also has time for herself. You do things together, but you know. Yeah, but you also have got to be able to like you know you're get work do done. things that get on each other's nerves. Be sure that there's a place that you can do them. I mean, if you, like, let's say that you want to um, have a sweat lodge, right? Like, you want to you wanna burn a bunch of uh, mesquite branches inside a sealed uh, room uh, for hours at a time and then hang yourself uh, from hooks uh, on mm-hmm. the ceiling. Make sure that you have your own space to do that. So it's not like, stop it with the sweat lodge. I'm trying to make soup. Right. Right. Like, don't do that if, in the kitchen. If all you've got is the kitchen and that's where you set up your mesquite log wood place, mm-hmm. uh, then yeah, you're going to, you're going to be getting in each other's way all the time. So you need to build a sweat lodge in the yard or, or alternatively, make her make soup in the yard. Or in the front landing. They might not, they might just have an apartment. Oh, right. Yeah. If they're yeah. in the city. So, so like in the hallway. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, Timothy says, uh, "Hey, this is uh, this is Timothy Swan, uh, the the uh, British correspondent from the Overthinking It podcast. Oh, uh, hi, Zach and Roy. I was interested to hear you talking about Grope Cunt Lanes, as I used to live on one in an old Victorian house that used to be a brothel. The street had been na- uh, renamed Magpie Lane, which is also slang for whores. This was also its original name until somebody decided Magpie wasn't descriptive enough and called it Grope Cunt." Uh, Anyhow, my question is, how can I publicize the podcast I'm launching to my friends, etc., without being too obnoxious? Before you guys were internet famous, what did you do? Thanks. Do do you think you're internet famous? Yeah, a little bit. Really? Do people come up to you and say, hey, you're famous from that podcast? Well, no. 
No, but I mean that's what. Oh, internet, that's, you're you famous know. from the th- other thing. No, no, I'm saying it, you, being internet famous is different than being famous, right? I mean, it's like nobody comes up to you. People come up to you on the internet. How do like, they do that? Well, I mean, like let's say that I let's say that I go play a video game uh, using the name Xbox that I use Live on Kingdom of Loathing. Like I run into people and they're like, "Oh my god, are you Jake from Kingdom of Loathing?" I'm like, "Ah, uh, yeah," and then they don't believe me. <laughs> and they shoot you. Yeah, and they shoot me in the face. And then they put their balls on me because that's that's how it works. Um, even when I'm playing like chess online, it's like how did how did you even do that? <laughs> there aren't even avatars. Um, actually, when I'm playing Avatar online, they, they <laughs> that's when they, they stick they their tail in your face, teabag me with their ponytail face. So uh, what I did was I, I had these little slips of paper uh, that had my website on them. And if I was talking to somebody and I was like, oh, hey, you might be interested in this thing that I just made, I would hand them the little piece of paper. Like a calling just card. just had a URL on it. Yeah, but it was like a quarter the size of a business card, maybe. I just mm-hmm. printed out the URL a bunch of times on a piece mm-hmm. of cardstock and then cut it with scissors. Mm-hmm. And that was how that, was how that empire You can started. make mini business cards now. Mm-hmm. Like with a picture of Minnie Mouse? Be sure you pay the royalties, though. Of Danger Mouse. They will come after you. A picture of Minnie Pearl. <laughs> you make a business card with a picture of Minnie Pearl on it, and then you, you manufacture a bunch of straw hats mm-hmm. uh, with those as a tag hanging from them. And then you give those away at swap meets. Uh-huh. If somebody tries to buy one, no, 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 no. This is a promotional Minnie Pearl hat. You can have it for free. Oh, And they yeah. say, but the price tag says timswanspodcast.com. Oh, I yeah, get it. That's where they get you. Yeah. That's how you advertise your internet fame is with little slips of paper? No, no, I didn't have internet fame was the point. Oh, that's how you made it. Don't talk to, that's the thing. Don't tell them about it unless it's the kind of thing that you think that they would be interested in, right? Right. Like, because, because otherwise it's just obnoxious. Like, it's rough because, you know, you are a well-spoken dude and your podcast is probably pretty good. Like, you, you listen to a lot of podcasts, you know what podcasting is about, you've been on some other podcasts, and it's like, I'm going to make a podcast, and you know, it's probably pretty good, but nobody else knows that. And there is this problem where people who don't do shit are, like, the best at talking about all the shit that they're doing, hmm, you know? That's true. Like, people who aren't actually getting anything a done talker have a tremendous amount of time to sit around and tell everybody about all of the amazing ideas that they have and, you know, the opportunities to get in on this at the ground floor and, uh, right. you know, just, just crazy blowhard bullshit that you do instead of actually working on things and making things and being a productive person. And uh, it the trouble is, like... In a given instant, there's no way to tell the difference between somebody who is just talking about doing it, doing something, or really somebody who's just talking about something. You know, you gotta you gotta know you're you gotta know who you're talking to, and like don't 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 bother them with it unless you think there's a pretty good chance that they'll like it, right? Like, and if they do like it, um, ask them. Well, I don't know. I I think they will just promote it on their own, right? That's that's part of it. You want to uh, be found by those who are going to just push it along. You print out a business card, and you go up to every girl in a bar, mm-hmm. and you say, all right, here's the deal. I want you to go home, listen to this podcast. If you like it, come back here at this time next week and blow me. It will eventually work. Probably. I mean, you especially ever, uh, if your podcast is like crazy sex hypnosis, <laughs> which I'm assuming it is, because I mean, that's, you know... He's what, why he's, would you do a podcast yeah, of British. anything I mean, else? He's British, so he, I know he has the technology. 
mm-hmm. right? I mean, if he was like, oh, you know, I'm from well, the Brits like blowjobs. I'm jobs. from New Zealand. Like, I'd be like, oh, well, you <laughs> what is like sheep noises? That's not gonna get you blown. But the Brits, no, they got they got Alan Turing. Uh, he mm-hmm. just, he it's in made an enigma. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Riddler, um, Bill Nighy. Yeah, Bill Nye. He he's pretty hypnotic. Mm-hmm. He can, can and then. Uh, uh, Pete Postlethwaite, uh, before he died, was pretty good at uh, yes saying words. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Broadbent, yeah, Christian pretty Bale. Great. I don't know if Christian Bale is even British. Is he? I, I think he is. I don't know. He's a blowhard. Tony Baseball. <laughs> Tony we were, Danza. We were making a we were making jokes about uh, because people were uh, oh my god that's the guy who's the voice of Bender Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's not Joe DiMaggio, it's John DiMaggio. Uh-huh. So then we stood around listing baseball players for a while, but uh, Riff's girlfriend didn't know the names of any baseball players, and so her contribution was Tony Baseball, which was probably the funniest yeah. thing that was said in the entire exchange. But it required that context. You know, It wouldn't yes. have been funny if nobody knew anything about Right. About Tony baseball. baseball by itself is not funny. Yeah. Well, that's kind of. You know. uh, Tony Pants is funny. <clears throat> So, Laura says, I've been applying to jobs like crazy, but no one has even said the to me. How do I get a job? Um, man, in this economy, I don't even know. Am I right? I Yeah, mention the economy. Economy. This economy. Um, I don't... Jobs. I haven't had to get a job in a long time. I'm really glad. No, you've provided jobs for people. Yeah. Here's how to get hired by me. Uh, don't. Or have it be like 10 years ago. <laughs> Or, oh, well, or if that's wait, the case. Or wait until the future. Okay, so here's here's what you do. Buy a million dollars worth of my products uh, so now. that I can afford to hire some more people. Mm-hmm. And then apply for a job. Then later, sell high. <laughs> get high. Get high. So later, get high, buy low. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, get high and lay low. Here's, here's okay, mm-hmm. stop looking for a job. Get some super, super, like, dankety-dank nugs. Mm-hmm. Smoke See em, where you're going. Smoke them. Smoke them. And then just like crawl into a culvert under a road. Mm-hmm. Just lay there till the economy gets better. Oh, yeah. Occasionally smoke some more of your dankity dank nugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you need something to eat, maybe there's like a woodchuck. If uh, The world will provide. You could make a trap uh, out of uh, maybe some extra threads from out your, of a uh, keeper. From your tie-dye shirt. Mm-hmm. Out of mm-hmm. a keeper. Oh, your trapper, trapper keeper. keeper. Okay, right. It's not a trap keeper, though. If you oh, it, okay. okay. So you put the food in there so it saves it. Okay. So you read Boing Boing and learn how to make a, a paper craft trebuchet. And then use that to shoot rocks at uh, crows. And use the crows as bait uh, to catch, um, I don't know, what eats dead crows and is delicious. Vultures? Sounds like a joke. I don't think vultures are delicious. I think that meant. The I first think they eat dead crows. Criteria. I didn't. Say, but I, okay. But I didn't say what eats dead crows and that's it. I said oh. what eats dead crows and is delicious. Um, Vultures and makeup. <laughs> so, uh, of the hill people writes, I have this song stuck in my head. Okay, but it's not just any song. It's the Joe Esposito song from Karate Kid. How the crap do you get such a catchy song out of your head? Tell me, or I'm likely to take a drill to my noggin. So, of the Hill people, thank you for sending us this question because now that song has been stuck in our heads since we read it earlier yeah. this afternoon. Like, what song is that? And I'm like, oh man, is that that song that goes? And then I sang it, and then I looked it up on the internet, and I'm like, yep, that's that song. Mm-hmm. How does it go? A little bit. Uh, I'm not gonna sing it. It's that song from the. 
It's that song from the tournament montage. I don't want to. I don't want to inflict this on everybody that listens to us. It's the song from the Karate Kid tournament montage. Yeah. When when he gets his legs swept. It's about how he's the best around. I think it ends with the legs swept. Really? Oh, that and is, then it abruptly stops, and it's like, oh shit, Ralph just got yeah, there's made. That, there's that record scratching mm-hmm. noise. Like, oh man, leg down. Mm-hmm. Leg down. And they were like, do you want to give up? Is and there Mr. a doctor? Mr. Miyagi's like, yeah, we want to give up. Of course we do. Mm-hmm. I, because he's French, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Miyagi's a French. Miyagi. Miyagi. He makes a, he's like, hold on. Let me, let me see if, I have any baguettes that I can use to dress this wound. I'll use it as a splint. This is terrible. Yeah, just, let's I'm move just on. Just making fun of the French for no reason. The French have given us great things, like like the cheese that like we the really statue, like. The Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. I don't think I like any French liberty. cheese. Liberty. They gave us liberty. Gayness. Huh? No. The Did French? the French invent being gay? No, but they made it cool. Oh no! They just invented gaiety. Gay, like, no, I mean a, happy. Yeah. You know, like uh, French. They made gay. it cool to be happy. Everybody else was all angsty. They are like the Germans invented angst, but they also came up with with angst. Oh no, you're saying the Germans did? Yeah, I'm saying and um, frankfurters. Uh, the French don't believe in something. Hot dogs. They don't believe in hot dogs. Yeah, they don't believe they're kosher. Mm-hmm. This was a terrible segment, right? Yeah, we'll cut it out later. <laughs> You'll cut it out later. Uh, Nathan says, wait, what? No. Oh, we didn't tell him how to get rid of the song. Oh, uh. What you do is you sing it to somebody else, pass it along, pay it forward. Yeah, and then a week later, they'll die unless they sing it to somebody else. Yeah, you'll be fine. Uh, later on, uh, the Captain O'Hagan from Super Troopers will electrocute himself in a really spectacular way. As like, you know, the ring. Oh, yeah. The ring. He's got, like, covered with power strips. It's like, you think, like, oh, man, is he going on, like, a cool robot murder rampage? Because that's a lot of power strips hanging mm-hmm. on that guy. No. I didn't, I didn't put those together, that the guy from suit, Captain O'Hagan was in the ring. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't in Ringu. No. He's not from Japan. I think that was only people from Japan that were in that movie. Hmm. I don't remember anything about Sarah it. Sarah Michelle Geller was in some Japanese remake uh the american remake of a japanese movie cry the beloved country Uh uh-huh the the grunge (laughs) the grunge kid is it the biography of uh kurt cobain Mm -hmm. the dirt bike i remember watching this movie when i was little called the dirt bike kid really yeah i don't know that sounds um terrible (laughs) they called him the dirt bike kid because he rode a dirt bike Oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, did you ever see a movie called The Peanut Butter Solution as a kid? No. I w- went over to a sleepover uh, when I was in fifth grade, and they were all f- so excited about this weird movie called The Peanut Butter Solution, and it's about some kid that loses all of his hair. Like, I guess he contracts alopecia from something, and then he reads... <laughs> from putting his head in a public toilet. He reads in a comic book, or somebody tells him about how to uh, make your hair grow back, and he it's some kind of concoction made out of peanut butter and bugs and crap and stuff. And he puts it on his head, and then I think it makes him like some kind of woolly mammoth person. Yeah, it wasn't a good movie. 
Exactly. Did it have a talking dirt bike? Because the no, dirt bike kid had a talking dirt bike. Did it really? It's like, uh, hey, Timmy, I'm it, your dirt bike. No, it talked in Morse code by uh, flashing its headlight and honking its horn. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how it learned Morse code. Or it honked its horn. <laughs> I guess some bikes have horns. Yeah. But how did it flash its, light, its lights? D- it's a dirt bike. It's a magic dirt bike. It. Oh, right. Of course. It has lights. Did you meet that girl named Dirt Bike? I don't think you did. She could honk her horn if she wanted. There's a girl named Dirt Bike? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like recently? Or yeah, a, couple, it was a couple years ago. I think she was at Comic-Con. I don't no, know. I have not met she was this a friend person. Of a friend. Uh, and I'm, you know, maybe, maybe some of our listeners know her, uh, but it might not be the dirt bike that you know. Right. Because there's a lot of dirt bikes. There. Kurt writes, no, wait, the office troll writes, uh, we went from three chickens to zero in the last week. Illness took two, then a raccoon got the rest. You know, raccoons and illness are kind of the same thing. And the rest is just one. Right, a raccoon is like a tiny... No, I mean an illness is like a tiny raccoon that lives in your blood. If it's a, it's a, if it's a blood raccoon. Uh, should we get chicks or adults? We had the other chickens for a year and got them as adults. We've never had chicks. I got, like, mm, I don't know, like uh, adolescent chickens. If you uh, get them as adults, they are, like... You you want them to have been raised to be like okay with people socialized by people so, and so they don't run away from you and stuff right they're not like hard to deal with uh, but if you get them as chicks they might be all fucked up who knows and then or you, you might kill and them and then you have to have them for like months before they start producing eggs and you know yeah you could step on them but they'd be socialized to you or you could pay like a that's... Japanese woman to step on them and then film that and sell it or you could pay your maid to step I on I thought that it. was a like fake thing barely legal chick stomping. Uh-huh. Um, chick um, on chick action, right? Barely legal chick on chick. I did ask Rachel about this because we had an access to her. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she said uh, chicks. Yeah, I don't remember the rest of it. She had a very um, well good you answer. That she has a tremendous amount of time and patience to dedicate to raising chickens. Right. Not everybody does that. No, but if you're attempting to to have chickens, you you might. Not me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just like fucking. Well, set you them did on. still get adolescent chickens. I just as soon set them on fire. I just did what she said to do. And I'm okay. just kidding. I wouldn't set my chickens on fire unless I had killed one and was going to eat it. Right. Fire roast it. Yeah. Like a wood fire. Like I'd make. I'd go to Zach's wood fired oh, chicken. Yeah, you'd totally go slow food on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd I'd put it in a bath. Mm-hmm. I I just. Uh, but I've heard that you're supposed to cook uh, foods really slowly in a water bath, and so what I did was I. Took one of the. I, I got a. I bought a live duck, and I put it in my bathtub, mm-hmm. and I slowly increased the temperature of the water, <laughs> right, um, until it got as hot as I could get water out of my bathtub tap, and nothing really happened. No, because it's just coming out of the tap. <laughs> Can't actually boil anything. <laughs> but that's the point. You're not supposed to boil it. You're supposed to cook it slowly over oh. over weeks. Right. Um, so I hope when I get back, I'll have a delicious duck dinner. Uh, it'll be wrinkly. Um, let's see. Kurt says, "Is there a better way for me? Uh, is there a better way to deal with new technology on screens? Should I start from the outside and click inward in a spiral? Try to break it and find the limits of what I can do? For example, see how much space I can take up by uploading the same baby photos, by uploading the same baby photos over and over." What can I do? I'm just trying to figure out my Giggle Puss account. 
as I read this, I realized that it was a joke. And then I wish that I hadn't read it. Do you think it's a joke? Roy, what should I do? I've just read a question on my podcast that I don't think is a real question. That I Edit it out. Bam. It's too late. Uh, it's too late because I just said something funny and I don't want to lose that gold. I see. I didn't actually say anything funny. How about now? I still didn't say anything funny. I don't think it's a joke. I think it's a real question. I think the giggle plus. Yeah, you thing, s- yes, plus yes. You should start from the is... outside and click inward in a spiral. But th- this is just a silly question. This is not asking us anything. No, no. I think he's saying that you just start messing around with the outside of a program until you get further into it, and then you try and break it. Is that how you use technology on screens? You make a lot of spirals? Yes, using a uh, circle compass. Do you um? Do you, when you uh, when you uh, get, you had that brief phase in high school where you were making a lot of Asian sort of tapestry art with mm. swirls on it that were eight feet long, right? Um, did you start at the edge and go around in a spiral until you figured out the edge of the rice paper screen? Yes, I was using butcher paper though, but it was made out of rice. No, I think it was a it was, bu- it was a vegetarian was butcher tortilla. Uh, paper tree tortillas <laughs> or tortillas um the show is getting awful yeah sorry it's getting late we yeah. got to stop doing this so late so late and so on, late on weekdays and, and, stuff and like so it. pineapple <laughs> you've had three of those <laughs> aurora says dear advice hot dog I work at a public library, so naturally I see lots of creeps and weirdos around. However, one particular creepy weirdo has been getting bolder with his creepy weirdness of late to the point where other patrons have been complaining about him. He likes to do things like look up porn websites and position the computer in such a way that other people can see what he's looking at, that sort of thing. So far, we can't really do anything about him because we haven't caught him doing anything illegal, but because he likes to cause problems, he's gotten to know the library staff, and because he's in so often, uh, he might have worked out who works when. What I'm asking is, would I be overreacting if I went out and bought some pepper spray? See, I think yes, but I think you should, like... You should also have some pepper spray. Why can't you kick that dude out of the library? I feel like um, it would be illegal to be in a public setting showing uh, nudity. Yeah. Right? I, I feel like that's Yeah, a, I think it would be. I don't know of any library that allows you to look at porn. And I think you're allowed to... I mean, I think you're allowed to kick people out of the library for breaking the rules of the library. I mean, that's like... Well, somebody came into the library and was just screaming a lot, but we couldn't ask him to leave because he didn't do anything illegal. Yeah, it was his like, First Amendment right. Sure you can. Just that, you know. It's weird, though. There must be some reason. I mean, this can't be like, oh, well, we check, we asked the boss if we could throw this guy out, and she was like, no, we'll lose our library license. Our library license. And, and uh, It's possible that the boss uh, did say that. Um, uh, one, would... one thing that you might do is uh, sort of uh, recognize that libraries are irrelevant and get a new job. Yeah. Maybe, Work for Wikipedia. Yeah, maybe you get a you get a job at a newspaper, or um, or or maybe at a uh, a radio know, broadcaster, a pewter thimble factory. Um, I I think um wax cylinders need need people. Um, wax cylinder factory. Maybe uh, any sort of factory at all in America. Right. Yeah. 
Those um, always need. No, I'm just people. kidding. I, what, like all these people are getting into libraries now. We have a bunch of friends who suddenly all were working at libraries. Yeah, they're What's hip. That? What is all that about? It's so that they can it's wear like, the glasses. Yeah, they wear those librarian glasses. They, they're like, they're oh, you know what? I want to wear these glasses because I'm a hipster, but I need a real excuse. Because that's the truly ironic thing is to wear them actually ironically. Yeah. Um, I would not say that it's overreacting to have some pepper spray. You should have some anyway, but really, is, I think it is illegal to just spray somebody with pepper spray for being a creep. Yes, I'm saying that she is afraid to maybe be attacked at some point when she is walking out to her car on her own after her shift. That's why she included the part about he may have worked out the schedule. Also, if you're afraid of that, you should always have someone walk you out to your car. Like maybe that guy, because he'll be there. <laughs> pepper spray him. Yeah. You can say, uh, uh, by, by the way, um, can you show me a picture of what I might look like with my clothes off? Because I'm afraid to take off my clothes, and so I've never seen myself naked. I have no idea. I am, I am terrified of what might be down there. Right. Could you show me mm-hmm. on one of these computers? And really show everybody else. Yes. Too. Please, please do. You know, because maybe that maybe other ladies have the same problem. Um, I have one suggestion. Another one. Get a sword. Whoa! Right. I've do been you, wanting to get a sword. Do you think like a real sword? Oh man, you should no start a real sword. A library, so you'd have an excuse. Yeah. Sorry, creeps. Gotta watch out for creeps. I got a sword. Uh, a good sword is gonna run you three to four hundred dollars on a, a real sword. You don't want a replica sword. You want a real sword forger. You know, a quick way to make that money: do some internet porn. Yeah, exactly. And then that dude already knows what you look like, and then he's not gonna. Yeah, go, he'll be like, yeah. "Oh, that's old hat." Been exactly. there, beat off to that in public. That's At the library. Yeah. Kick do? that guy out. Kick him out of the library. Kick the fucking guy out of the library. And if he sues you, tell like go to court and say, yeah, we kicked him out because he was constantly fucking looking at porn at the library. What the fuck? And showing it to and other then, people, underagers. And then court will be like, overturned. And then you'll get to go. And maybe you'll win an award for awesomest library. The, yeah. citizen, the citizens will band together. They'll carry you uh, back to the library on their shoulders and then give you a big trophy with a book on it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not, you know. Maybe because the legal system is so fucked up, like, you'll go to jail for trying to kick a guy out of the library for jacking off in your face. Because, wow. what the fuck? This place is crazy. <laughs> this world? This world. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, I've broken into these people's house and I tripped over their jackhammer and, and then... I was able to sue them for breaking their television. It's like, what? <laughs> How did that happen? Oh, boy. Uh, Andre says, I often feel insignificant in the grand scale of the universe. How do I make my wife and children feel more insignificant to make myself feel better? Take them to the ocean. Um, That's how you, take you them feel a, insignificant? Take them to a, a telescope house um, where they can look at the stars. A telescoperia. And uh, say, you see that star? That star is a million times more important to me than you are. Yeah, that, and that, that's that'll just, help. That's just one of them. I yeah. mean, the look at look at how many stars there are. Mm-hmm. Every one of those is cooler than you. Mm-hmm. Tell your tell your kid that, and then your wife say like, you know, next to next to these stars, your boobs they're just really small. That sucks. Right. I don't like girls with small boobs. Also, next to each individual atom of this star, you're fat and no fat chicks. <laughs> they tell, yeah, say, yeah, 
So what you what you I want? W- I was gonna say you get them all really high, and then you tell them it is always gonna be terrible. See, I thought his goal was to lose his family so that uh, being dead won't seem like such a big deal. Oh right, yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, do we have a stinger? Did anybody send? Yeah, we we have a few stingers. Do, do. do you want to see a few choices? Sure. They are all written on another piece of paper that is not within reach. Great. Uh, well, why don't you just list one? Uh, sausage or bacon? Bacon. That, I've done that. Over. You know, though, okay, so here's the thing. Um, <clears throat> there are things that you like, but then you hate everyone else who likes them. And bacon is one of those things. I really don't, like... You're upset that bacon is so popular. Uh, no, no, not exactly. Because I don't think it is like. Of course, bacon is popular. It's fucking awesome. But it's always been popular. Like you know, like eggs are popular. No, it wasn't not. discovered eggs, recently. Eggs are just a fucking thing that we eat, and we've eaten for hundreds of years, right? Just like bacon. What right. I don't like is that, like, oh my god, I've showed up at this party. Check it out. I brought chocolate covered bacon cupcakes or. Check it out. I brought a fucking apple pie with bacon. Uh, bacon infused vodka. On top of it. Uh, you know. Look, it's band-aids smell like bacon. Right. Okay. You know, uh we we were talking about this re- you, you and I uh, about uh popular food things and bacon is definitely one of them. Um I was complaining about the fact that uh, you know, chocolates and caramels and stuff are being salted and everyone is going crazy about how, you know, this is the best ever. It's salty and sweet. You it's know, the best you should around. flip your shit over it. And, you know, things are good. Try something that you think is good. Uh, show it to other people. To, but don't make them feel like shit because they've never tried it, which is one thing that happens to me a lot. And don't always eat sweet potato fries. Yeah. I know they have it everywhere, but that doesn't mean you have to order it. You can have bacon fries. <laughs> regular fries for breakfast. If you want to go on a wagon train, uh, bacon will keep for mm-hmm. a long time. That's true. It's good in beans. It's good for uh, raising your cholesterol. Mm-hmm. It's not kosher. So to our kosher-keeping listeners, we're sorry about that. Don't eat it. Um, bacon made out of foreskins, though, is kosher. I don't think it is. You don't think human flesh but is kosher? Um, if you buy on a cheeseburger, it is not. What if you're really drunk? Oh, if you're really drunk. That's okay. That's okay, and you've eaten some of your own foreskin. Okay. Or somebody else's, you know. Or somebody you know, else's. You know, whatever was you know, in the burrito. Oh, oh, crap. I was on my way... I was on my way from the Moyles office to the biohazard disposal, and I tripped and dumped this vat of foreskins into this vat of calamari. And now, and I couldn't tell yeah, which was we, which. Now we can't tell which is which. It's like what? But it's what so delicious, do? you don't want to waste what it. What am I going to do? Throw away this whole vat of calamari? No, no. that's wrong. It's yeah. A, that's so I mean, wasteful. I think in that case, like you can still get into. Jewish heaven if you if you accidentally eat that right oh there there are always provisions for everything um you know if you're starving or if it's I mean sure uh, I committed whatever. a couple genocides but I mean it was I was I was super high the the that's always your excuse though yeah is that you're super high they'll let you in I mean that, like yeah I mean, I'm, I, I'm do, sorry think, like Doug Benson's not gonna get into heaven no, I think he is. Mm. Oh, right, because he's super high all the oh, time. Oh, he's really good at super tetris too. Like, so it's yeah, that's true. 
Hey, Roy, if somebody wanted to uh, ask us a question, how would they do that? I, th- I think they need to uh, go to our uh, website, point o, one <laughs> advicehotdog.com, and uh, there's a link to the RSS feed. If you don't use iTunes, there's a link to iTunes. If you do use iTunes, uh, you can also go to our Gmail. I'm which not asking is, how people listen to Well, sometimes they need that. Somebody listening to this doesn't need that. I don't know. People ask all the time, why haven't you linked the link to the RSS feed? Okay. They get upset with me. I I deal with this on Facebook. You you don't you don't all right. you don't you're listen the, to Facebook. So you don't know. Media consultant. Um, but there are links to our Gmail, which is advicehotdog at gmail dot com, Facebook facebook dot com at gmail, <laughs> Facebook facebook dot com at gmail. <laughs> uh, Advice hot dog on the Facebook. Uh, you can go to Twitter at Advice Hot Dog. You can also uh, give us a call at. 769-218-9225, and that spells out R-O-Y-218-Z-A-C-K. And here's some advice for people who want to call and uh, ask for advice. You know who you are. Call and ask for advice. Don't tell a four-minute story about how drunk you are. <laughs> or what question you should ask yeah. for, for us to advise you on. ask advice about something. Just any que- pick an advice question, right. any one so of like, them. Okay, look around your room. Look at an object and say, hey, what is your advice on acquiring name of object here? Except say the name of the object that you looked at. Like, right, because we can actually answer like, that. Hey, how would you guys suggest I buy a new poster? And then we'll tell you, fucking Walmart, bitches. Oh, I they was going to say trails. They got the dopest posters at Walmart. Did they really? Have you seen them lately? No. I mean, <laughs> but you, but but go right. there. Okay, trails. But I, don't I, don't, think they, I think Trails is only in Arizona. Trails is only in the city that we live in. So yeah. Um, well, I just mean, find your local head shop. Yeah, they'll have like a they'll okay. have like a sweet uh, selection of posters, poster. right? Now, see how fucking hard t-shirts was that? and things. I'm not even I'm not even a listener, and I just asked us for advice better than any of you have managed to do on the goddamn phone number yet. So just call and say, like, literally, just look around the room, and say, "Hey, Roy and Zach, this is," and then figure out what your name is and say that, and then say. I was wondering uh, what would be your advice for me if I wanted to get a new and then name that thing, and mm-hmm. then and then we'll we all have something to talk about. We won't just have to flounder around making shit up and yelling at you for not leaving good enough voicemails. Jesus. But thanks for calling. <laughs> yeah, good good job, guys. Uh, and you can also write us at advice hot dog. P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. And some of you have claimed that you have sent us some postcards and they've never arrived. I don't know if you know how to send postcards. Yeah, I don't know. Right? They, they sure need postage. You. Yeah, you got to put... Um, okay, it's an so extra thing that you buy. It won't get to us. It, the post office will not deliver it unless you actually conceal a $100 bill on the postcard. Like, fold it up real small. Under and the postage stamp? Put a piece of ta- duct tape over it. Right. And then put a stamp on it and send it to us. Mm-hmm. And then it'll get here. You know what I that postcard means? $100 bill. Yeah. Yeah. We'll um, totally read it then. Mm-hmm. So, guys, yeah, tell your friends. Uh, tell your sister uh, to send us some questions. Uh, tell your mom everything is going to send us some questions. Mm-hmm. And give us a call. Give us a call. Do that thing I talked about with the room. Hey guys, how would I uh, go, how should I go about picking out a new lamp? Uh, hey guys, 
how should I go about replacing the banister on my staircase? Uh, hey, guys, uh, what would be your advice for buying a new balcony? Mm-hmm. But I would like to emphasize here, since Zach has made the phone service just for that, you can ask any question you want using the telephone. Not just how to acquire things, that we know where to get them. I mean, I don't, I don't actually know where to get a, b- a balcony. <laughs> you don't? You go to the balcony store. Okay. You just pick out your favorite type of stone, your favorite type of railing, put it together. No, so it's like a Chinese menu. Oh, yeah. No, it's family balcony. It's fa- family-style balcon- balcony. Okay. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>